Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Welcome back to another edition of Behind the Springs, and this is far from a typical summer, but some people are starting to feel comfortable taking road trips and booking flights. As air travel begins to pick up again, we want to talk about the Colorado Springs Airport. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Behind the Springs. I'm Ted Scroback. And I'm Jen Schrader. The Colorado Springs Airport is an enterprise of the city, as some of you may know, and a critical part of our community and our local economy. We are fortunate to have Aviation Director Greg Phillips with us today. Greg, thanks so much for your time. I'm thrilled to be here. We thanks really appreciate me. it. Yes. So, Greg, before we start addressing the impacts of this pandemic, um, let's talk about you. We like to get a little personal on this uh, podcast. Um, tell us a little bit about what brought you to the industry and here to Colorado Springs. All right. Well, I'll start with the Colorado Springs part. Uh, I was, uh, I'm a West Point graduate. Okay. There around here, we call it that other academy. Right. <laughs> and, uh, my first assignment, uh, which I selected was fortunate enough to pick was, uh, Fort Carson, Colorado. So I was right here as my first professional assignment out of college. And so for me, coming back three and a half years ago to Colorado Springs was like full circle. So it's been a whole lot of fun. Um, and my path has been a little circuitous, a little different than uh, maybe a typical path, but it's largely been around aviation. So I was a pilot in the Army um, after I left Fort Carson. And then I worked for the uh, Boeing Corporation. And then I worked for the Federal Aviation Administration in the airports division. Um, was part of the project team that uh, built the Denver airport for the FAA's part of it. Um, after that, ran a business for a while, doing leadership development, organizational development, and then got right back into aviation. And uh, now here I sit uh, many years later at the fifth airport that I've worked at. So it's been great fun. It is a great industry and a whole lot of fun. So are we going to have another podcast where you can tell us all the secrets of the Denver airport then, <laughs> since you're in at the beginning? The aliens no. there. Now he's loyal uh, to Lucifer, us. <laughs> yes, yes. All those things, yep. All, all the fun up there. Um, I, I always like to ask our, our guests as well, what's your favorite part of Colorado Springs? Obviously, you, you got stuck here. So what do you love besides the airport? What do you love here? Oh, I've always been enthralled by the mountains. And if uh, we recounted step by step the different places that I have been, they've all been in mountain communities and around the mountains. Basically, when I left West Point uh, and crossed the Mississippi, I never looked back. So <laughs> I don't blame you. Pretty Good much all you. my adult life. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, with all the news of COVID-19 going on, um, talk about the airport and, and some of the precautions and just what's been going on over these past few months for you guys. Boy, I tell you, when um, 2020 started, we were off and running. January and February looked like we were going to have a banner year. We were up almost 10% on our air service. We had a whole host of uh, projects that were getting started. And then in the middle of March, the bottom fell out. And um, that's pretty much the story at every airport across the country. Um, by the 1st of April, the TSA, through their checkpoints nationally, was seeing uh, about 5% 
of what they would typically see, and that's nationwide. So what we saw was a reduction in service um, by the time we counted the numbers up in April, the first full month of the pandemic for us, um, we were down more than 90%. Now, the good news is that the trend is upward. But as uh, Gordon Bethune, the former CEO of Continental Airlines, said, when you're 60 feet under and then you improve to 30 feet underwater, you're still underwater. Yeah. So <laughs> we're still underwater. Yeah. Right, right. But slowly climbing back. Yeah, ho hopefully getting to a treading point or absolutely. something. Absolutely. Trend is in the right direction. And July actually is starting to look significantly better than June. And June was better than May. So I know one of the reasons you're here, too, is to talk about a new campaign uh, to encourage folks who are feeling comfortable to fly COS. And, of course, we've always told people to please look at COS as you book um, your air travel. Um, but tell us a little bit about what this new campaign offers. Absolutely. So there's a saying in the industry that when you've seen one airport, you've seen one airport. So Colorado Springs Airport is unique, and it's unique in some really great ways. We're not a large hub like the Denver Airport or Houston or JFK, but what we are is a small airport where you can feel like you're taken care of and like we care about you as a person. So that's what makes us unique, and that's what uh, is, we're branding in our new campaign for advertising so people know. This is why there are good reasons to fly out of the Colorado Springs Airport. And I mean, being a small airport does offer those opportunities that we've been talking about for years. And I think, as you indicated by your January and February numbers, people are starting to catch on to, um, you know, less money to pay for parking, you're closer to home, just those small conveniences all really add up. That's it. We are small as an airport, as airports go but big on convenience, <clears throat> big on services, and big on efficiency. So those things matter when you have to leave four hours before your flight from Colorado Springs to go to Denver to get through the checkpoint, to get through all the different uh, lines, to get even from the parking lot. Um, you don't have to do that at Colorado Springs. You can get here in a reasonable amount of time, park, Get inside, get to your gate, and get on your airplane and enjoy your trip. Right, get on your way. Yeah, and <laughs> and you and Ted were talking before we we started recording about um, you know this isn't the first time you faced adversity as the head of the airport um, with the fire that you had. Um, Ted was mentioning you you haven't been back to the airport right in in a while. No, not yeah, not, not about a, yeah. a year to to see that area. And I may have taken a flight at some point in between yeah. that time, but but uh, there have been. I mean, and if anyone listening hasn't been lately either, I encourage you to check it out um, as a great option, but also you're going to be amazed at what you see because there's been some serious construction going on, right, Greg? The building, the terminal, was built in the mid-90s, and as such, it's a little long in the tooth in some respects, and there's an awful lot that has advanced in technology and services, and we wanted to meet that for our customers. So the fire was not a great thing. It was an absolutely unfortunate thing. Um, again, we were only actually closed for one day um, as a result of the fire. But it has given us, if you call it the silver lining, 
the chance to do some tremendous upgrades to the entire public side of the airport. LED lighting, you know, lighter coloring and paint, um, new flooring um, all throughout, new carpet, everything from the tunnel entrance from the parking lot, baggage claim, to ticket counters and everything up to the checkpoint. Um, we've received some great comments and, you know, probably a little biased, but we think it looks pretty darn good. <laughs> well, another thing about uh, all the work that went into it is, well, I haven't been there in a while. When I would go, it was nice and easy. Again, comparing it to a, a large airport where they might shut down an entire terminal and then you're, you know, running through a maze to either get in or out. It was just very easy um, while workers were in there to, to kind of move about and get to where we needed to go. Also, speaking of it being that small airport, talk a little bit so so people know that they are safe going through there. What are some of the precautions that are uh, taking place right now? Absolutely. I mean, that is a critical element in this time. Before I finish, though, I do want to say that we really had some great contractors work with us and help us do all the work. Brian Construction, Serve Pro, and the immediate aftermath of the fire, and then Elder Construction. They have just done a fantastic job for us. And so, you know, we're we take pride in what we see, but they did a lot for it as well. So moving on to where we are now in the pandemic era, um, we are doing everything we can first to make sure the terminal is as clean as it's ever been. And I would dare say it is from the floors to the escalators to the, the bathrooms and the concourse and gates. It's just super, super clean. We're wiping surfaces down multiple times. We did, starting Monday, um, place a mandatory requirement for masks while in the terminal. And that was uh, pursuant to the governor's executive order, you know, um, announcing that. So um, we are asking all our tenants, all our employees, and everybody who comes in the terminal just to remember and think about the safety of others and wear a mask. Um, we've put signs and uh, floor markers around the terminal um, showing safe distance, try and help people and where some of the lines are and just everything we can. I'll say, too, that the airlines are doing a tremendous job in, you know, in keeping their aircraft uh, clean as well. So all in all, for people that are thinking about traveling again, it is safe at the airport and it is safe on the airplanes and I encourage people Get out and see the world a little bit more. Yeah. Well, and, and here too, well. you're not around a lot of people if you're going into the terminal. You're kind of, you know, uh, unlike other bigger airports you're where you're, you know, yeah, you're able to really uh, uh, kind of safely be away from one another. Exactly. Um, I just wanted to talk as well about the additions that are happening, not only that you discussed with the with the fire, but also uh, what are some of the other exciting things going on? You know, we got a little building popping up yes. near the airport that some oh, folks boy. have heard a little bit about, right, Amazon? Yeah, yeah I, I think it's going to be the eighth wonder of the world <laughs> seen from outer space. So It's uh, a big one. I, we have a great new um, community partner at the Colorado Springs Airport and in our community, and that's Amazon. And I know people have seen those little vans all over town lately. And probably a lot of people have seen one-day delivery. Uh, boy, I guess I better be careful. I'm starting to sound like a commercial friend. I know. <laughs> but, uh, um, but they have been great partners. They made a $25,000 gift to Care and Share as part of the community. Um, but the building they're building right now, which sits next to the one they just built last summer, is a 3.7 million square foot fulfillment center 
and um, it will be the biggest building in the state of Colorado by more than double. Wow. So um, it's going up fast. Every day it looks a little different. Um, the plan is that it should be open by summer of next year, 2021. Okay. Perfect. So then instead of one day deliveries, I'll be getting it like, like an hour second. after. <laughs> Just you think that you want it and then it's there. No, I'm teasing. But honestly, um, that's and that's not the only development, right, Greg? I mean, there's some other things going on around the airport um, that have been happening and then are coming in the future. Can you yeah. talk a little bit about that? There are Well, a number of them are still in negotiation. Okay. So, you know, we respect the need for confidentiality from the potential tenants themselves. And until a deal is signed, it's not done. Right, so, exactly who's um, coming. But yeah, there's interest so we have for a sure. Of things. And one of the things we've talked about are um, two Marriott-branded hotels. Okay. That one's on hold a little bit right now, but we still expect it to happen. Um, and then there's some expansion of some of the existing tenants um, in the business park. We're also on the west side of the airport seeing um, our uh, one of our fastest growing tenants, Sierra Nevada Corporation, SNC, is in the process of building a 30,000 square foot hangar right now. And that falls on the heels of building two 60,000 square foot hangars. To give you an idea of size, 60,000 uh, square foot hangar, you can park two Boeing 737s in. Wow. That's a big hangar. Yeah. So. Yes. Wow. Now, how many hangers can you fit in that uh, Amazon uh, facility is the real question. <laughs> there's the, there's the trivia question of the day. <laughs> I have to calculate. Yeah, we'll that. have to get into the math of that one. W would you say that uh, that area around the airport is becoming a lot more lucrative to businesses because they're realizing, A, how much uh, the city is growing, but maybe how easy it is to, to use the airport to be able to get in and out? Absolutely. You know, for as far as travel goes, it's extremely convenient because it's close to the interstate, it's close to the airport, and it's close to downtown. You know, it's not that far from the airport to downtown. So um, those all benefit. And, you know, truly, there just aren't many 900-acre spaces available in Colorado Springs. It's been such great growth over the last, you know, several years here in the city. So here is a business park that has tremendous opportunity for growth. Um, we're working hard to develop the infrastructure. CSU has been an incredible partner with us in that effort. And um, uh, I think if you go out there two years from now, and it better not be that long till you go back there. Jen. <laughs> That's right. That's but right. <laughs> if you go back there out there two years from now, it's going to look a whole lot different than it yeah. does right now. So, and that's exciting. And it's exciting for the economic development of the community and for that area that is the southeast part of Colorado Springs. It's nice to hear your It's nice yeah. to hear your optimism during this oh, time. Oh, I am anything. I'm an optimist if anything. So. Are you? Yeah. That's helped you through, would you say? This hard time. I, you know, th there's always something good that I think we can find. Um, I have been so impressed by our staff. Yeah. They just work so hard. Yeah. And done such a great job. You've got a great team. I think you mentioned at the beginning about how friendly, you know, this, uh, you're saying Colorado small airport, how friendly they are. Uh, and that was true before all this, but especially during this, that goes a long way for people, you know, yeah, to have that friendly absolutely. smile and welcome in and that type of thing. I, what I know about our staff and I believe is true for, you know, um, our tenants as well, is they really do care about providing a great product. And they care about this community because they live here, and they want to make sure that people can be proud 
of their airport. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. Well, and an exciting future of, I'm sure, growth for you guys eventually here, too, once everything kind of starts getting back to normal. Oh, um, we'll be back. Oh, we'll I, I know. Back. And it sounds sooner rather than later. And Thank you, Greg, for your <laughs> yeah. for your uh, thoughts and for just kind of keeping people up to date. We really appreciate it. And I want to encourage folks, if you have not been to flycos.com, check it out. You can find out what airlines fly where and all the information you might need to know if you're planning your next trip. Plus, you can follow um, the Colorado Springs Airport on social media, whatever platform you choose they're there ready to keep you updated and we'll give you any last words greg for us uh on your first uh edition of behind the springs with us fly cos <laughs> this I, is your airport you know and we look forward to seeing people come back and i promise it won't be two years <laughs> I, I use it to fly back to arizona yes. so uh <laughs> get to that airport <laughs> well thank you very much this was another edition of behind the springs make sure you're going and you're rating liking subscribing um unrating re-rating resubscribing everything uh, just make sure that you're over there listening to us and watching us on facebook as well as any uh platform that you listen to podcasts and fly cos you're here <laughs>